all this time, Porter, everything you've done, everything you've said, I've heard all about. So you've made some remarks in the past about when is Papa Fritz going to be here. Papa Fritz is here. Championship Wrestling on the WWE Network that does not have hidden gems, by the way. Mm. Um, we're looking at the November 19th, 1983 episode. And, of course, I'm with Johnny and Kelly. Johnny, what's going on? Not much, man. Kelly, what about you, man? I'm doing great, brother. Oh, well, one, one, thing, one thing. I can't believe it. Real quick, Pete, we got to do this on the air. Real quick, that Crisis on Infinite Earths uh, trailer that came out today. Just holy shit. Well, this will be in a week, but yeah, this is what, oh, when we're recording this, it just it dropped about 10 hours ago. Okay. Freaking insane. So, man, I am so hyped for Crisis on Infinite Earth on CW. Uh, I it just, it looks so bonkers, man. What about you, John? I'm just, I'm just going to say nothing wrestling related is even coming close to the excitement I have to watch these fucking TV shows. What you mark out most of seeing Bruce walk down the stairs yep, in the exoskeleton? Yep, when I saw Kevin Conroy walk down in the fucking Kingdom Come exo- exoskeleton and go, Kate, Kate. Yeah. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I can't wait. Uh, get three episodes in December, all starting Sunday. Um, and then we get two in January. So you know we're going to get one epic, epic uh, hang. Uh, cliffhanger. Um, it's just Jesus. It looks freaking so cool. Yep. It's gonna be a lot of fan service. I mean that in a good way. Um, that's the thing. You can do a lot of fan service because you have five episodes to tell the, the story. So it's you know it's, it should be great. They've they've never had a bad bad crossover. I mean they've had some that are like you know yeah, but man. If it tops uh, uh, Crisis on Earth X, which I thought was their best one they've ever done, I'll, I'll be really impressed. But man, the scope of this should be a, a scope, and all and all the stuff they're trying to do for the fans. I, I mean, their heart's definitely in the right place. Yeah, and now let's get back to the show so Kelly uh, can join in on what we're talking. <laughs> Oh, I, I no, I, I don't watch these shows, but I'm interested. I mean, a huge, huge. Uh, I know, old old school comic fan, and I I love Crisis and all that. But it's, yeah, it's bonkers, dude. It's no, crazy. I know you guys are super pumped about it. Um, but yeah, we have a little bit of wrestling to talk about. Yes, we do. Yeah, I mean, between that and the Mandalorian, I'm a happy camper. Yeah, me um, too. Well, man, we open up with David Von Erich versus Kamala, uh-huh. and this is also uh, from uh, Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. You know, pretty much it's just the finish is shown. Friday's thrown in the towel. Akbar uh, is pissed. He starts whipping Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm still baffled by the booking here. It's insane. Um, 
I just don't understand why they're just using Kamala as fodder pretty much here. Um, and then you have Mike Von Erich, he's out there and <laughs> he gets into involved with Akbar, which steps up Mike's debut match on uh, Thanksgiving Star Wars with the versus Akbar. Um, so I mean, so a lot. I mean, something was accomplished here, but you know what? I don't care about Mike or Akbar, mm-hmm. and they've ruined a killer in Kamala for yeah. the most part. I just. Dear Abby, I'm baffled. What about you, uh, Kelly, man? <laughs> dear, dear baffled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have uh, killed Kamala. He was he was awesome. He was destroying everybody. No one could touch him. And now, yeah, David's just been abusing him on a weekly basis. I don't know how much longer this goes on for or how long Kamala's in the territory for. But, yeah, I mean... I mean, I know they're heating up David for a big match coming up, so that's yeah, one of the... Yeah, he gets David and Kamala or at, at Thanksgiving, and then they transition to Carrie and Kamala on Christmas. Right, and then David gets the... But David gets heated up for the NWA title shot, right? Yes. Yeah, so... Well, but I don't think there is one on Christmas night. No, I think it's against Flair. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think, that's, I think it's uh, David and Flair on Christmas night. Okay. I, 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 I'm not 100% sure, but I think so. Maybe because the match has always been joined in progress, so that might yeah. be why I don't recall it. Okay. Yeah, so you can see what they're thinking about uh, making David super strong, but yeah, kind of sucks that it's uh, made Kamala look like a total punk. Yeah, and uh, then, then, then the Kamala-Carry match means nothing either, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, last show we were talking about whips a lot, and uh, <laughs> that's become a trope in in world class now. Akbar, Candyman, the Candyman's got a, I think he's got got some like some shit in yeah. the closet that he's like kind of like <laughs> kind of like what what Paul Heyman's doing with some of his angles now. You know, the kind of what he's into. I think we know what the Candyman's into right now. He likes yeah. some whips. Yeah, so Friday throws in the towel, and it's this is funny because Friday's then like begging, please, please don't, and Akbar's pissed off and starts whipping Friday. I, I got a kick out of that for whatever reason. Um, uh, David took a real stiff whip shot at at one point, um, and then Carrie gets in here, Mike's in here. Wasn't it supposed to be Mike against Buddy Roberts on Thanksgiving, or or no? I'm pretty or sure did- it was Akbar. Yeah, but I, I thought they were pushing uh, Mike and Buddy on the last episode. Yeah, Buddy was just like, fuck you, I'm going to leave with fuck Michael. You. I'm not putting over that kid. Well, I think yeah. Mike ends up being Mike and Kevin on Christmas, uh, and that leads to the loser leaves town of Gordy and Roberts or something to that effect. Or whoever gets pinned leaves town. Uh, I thought, yeah, they may have, may have called an audible and, and went with Akbar instead of Buddy, but uh, we'll see. Um it seems like I know it's still the Candyman, but it seems like there's a new Booker almost in the territory because everything seems much more heated now. Crazy. I know they're building for a pretty big show, well, a very big show at Reunion Arena. Yeah. yeah so they've really, our Candyman's really up the the booking here and then made it really hot uh, with just one crazy angle after the next and a lot of pull apart brawls and just wild stuff. Yeah, even the underneath stuff, like they set up Jose and then Black Gordon. Yeah. And that's for the Christmas show. That's not even for the uh, Thanksgiving yeah. one. Um, they, yeah. Where they, they, they work each other, though, Thanksgiving in a six-man tag, though. 
Um, yeah, and it totally pays off because they draw super well on Thanksgiving, and then um, they sell out for Christmas. I'm pretty yeah. sure. So totally it's working. Yeah, the crowd buying what they're selling for sure. Yeah, totally. What about you, John? What do you think about all this? Uh, yeah, it was just to finish. It's uh, he's beating him with the claw in, in in Fort Worth. One, two, three, pins him with the claw. Oh no, no, no! Doesn't pin him. Uh, yeah, because we get this bit of look. We've said that Lorenz is a much better announcer. Uh, than Mercer, and that's true, but he does not shine here whatsoever. And totally accidental, but holy shit. Um, so Friday throws in the towel, and Minnelli announces, as a sign of surrender, you know, the, th- the Friday threw in the towel, and all the whip and shit, I was laughing my ass off and everything, too, but, and then Lorenz goes, like... <laughs> Like Joe Manelli said, it was a side of surrender. <laughs> side of surrender. <laughs> that just made me laugh. <laughs> and when he's whipping Friday, Lorenz says he's whipping him as though as though he owns him. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And then not not twenty seconds later, because Kamala attacks David or whatever. Uh, He's going after Akbar. He goes, Kamala comes to the rescue of his master. I'm like, oh, two in a row. And then who's going to come to the rescue? Mike Von Erich, everybody. Ugh. (laughs) Wow, the Kamala letdown here has been epic. I did. man. I did like they had Iceman and, and Johnny Mantel holding Mike back, though. Oh, yeah. So it, wa- it wasn't just like a straight, like, here's Super Mike save. You know, they did play up like, uh, yeah, Mike, you may not want to get involved yes, in this. Yes, because it takes both of them to hold back Mike Von Erich. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is a Von Erich. I mean, God damn it. And then this transitions out into Kerry cutting a promo and Michael Hayes cutting a promo, building up to their big Loser Leave Town cage match. Yes, it does. Fuck, one's good, one's bad. So, Johnny, tell us this about is it. Yes, which one? Switch. Uh, you know what, listeners? Take a guess which one is which. This is like this is like both sides of Two Faces coin to keep it geeky. One's scarred and awful and one's great. And... <laughs> We start with Carrie Von Eric, and he's standing in front of the cage. He goes, this here? <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> this here is the cage the world is watching today. <laughs> what? The cage the world is watching today. And then he blathers on a little bit. God, thank God it's short. But the cage the world is watching today is what Carrie's got to say. And then we get to Michael Hayes and he's stalking. He's like, I can't believe you put me in a goddamn cage like some kind of animal. <laughs> oh, you think you got me, Fritz Von Erich? But you know what? You know, I, if I gotta go, let me tell you, I'm sick of the Von Erichs. I'm sick of everybody. I'm sick of uh, armadillos. I'm sick of Texas. But <laughs> I, but if I'm gonna leave here, I'm gonna do it under my own terms. You got that check? 
Jesus Christ. And, and the best thing about Hayes is you see the anger getting angrier and angrier it's, and angrier. It was great. The dichotomy between these two short promos is bonkers. <laughs> That's why they use Fritz. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like one one is, a, is an incredible promo. The other is the drizzling shits. Um, <laughs> Kelly, what do you think of this segment? <laughs> well, remember when Carrie was the poet and, and reciting yes. poems you know, back yeah, in 1980? Yeah, yeah, this is that's basically he was doing a poem about the cage here. Um, I'm sure quite high. And yeah, no, this isn't going to sell too many tickets. Uh, that's for sure. But Michael Hayes' response is definitely going to sell some fucking tickets to this show. And I mean, really, this match is it, it sells itself because it's the full circle one year later, pretty much. Yeah. Every match. chick in that audience could hear that carry nonsense and still say, that's going to get me to a fucking arena because I want to see that. Who cares what he's saying? Look at him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'm saying, yeah, Meltzer was at that match live and he said it was the most heated match he'd ever been to live. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's it's been a year building so it's it's of course it's going to be awesome um so here's a question for you guys i mean is there a, is there a worse babyface promo ever in wrestling than carrie von eric yes uh, okay who oh i who don't Johnny? know who but there must be i mean jim londo sucked a top guy <laughs> babyface promo who drew money uh yeah exactly uh of, of a top guy uh, jeez, I can't think of any off the top of my head. Andre, I mean, I know that Andre. this is smaller territory. Yeah, Andre was definitely not a good promo. Andre. <laughs> but I don't think he was worse than Kerry. I don't though. think he was worse than Kerry. <laughs> no, he wasn't worse than Kerry. Andre. <laughs> Andre could show anger and be convincing. It's true. Yeah. No, it's, it's, I think it's got to be Kerry. Considering the level of his stardom. Like, he was I mean, one of the top stars. At least Kevin's had one or two good promos we've seen. Um, yeah. Okay. It's amazing, because, you know, back in the 80s, wrestling was built on promos. I mean, that's what that was, that was your bread and butter. And we, we, we had two of the three main eventers are two of the worst promo, babyface promos of all time. Yeah, well, it's the power of the body, um, and he, he had charisma. He had a lot of charisma. It just yeah. wasn't verbal charisma, uh, but it was. He had a lot of charisma, that's for sure. And uh, he, he was the modern day warrior. I mean, he was. Yeah, warrior, yeah, man. yeah. He was. He was awesome. You but, can make the argument. Maybe have since you brought the warrior. Ultimate warrior was a pretty shitty promo. Yeah, okay, but I'll, it, I'll fit, tell you it this. fit him more than it no. fit Carrie. Uh, no, right? no, 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 no. I'll tell you this. I would rather listen to twenty. Kerry Von Erich promos than fucking 30 seconds of a warrior promo. He's the fucking worst. I hate it. Oh, yeah. yeah. The moons of Mars. Fuck you. And, I mean, then again, they all were buddies. So, I mean, maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe they all went to promo class together. Maybe. (laughs) Okay, okay. I just, wow, I just got it. Carrie was writing the Warriors promos because if they were in, <laughs> yeah. if they were done in Carrie's voice, it'd be like, "All of my warriors in the vast galaxies." But you do it in Warriors' voice, and it works for him. <laughs> That's why he was the ultimate warrior. Yeah. It was the ultimate expression of Carrie's 
Yes. Stoned uh, delusions and, and, and poetry. Carrie was the, the true warrior. Car- so, Carrie, that's right. <laughs> Carrie was the true. He was the create. He created the Dingo Warrior in Texas, and then he went on and and kept creating it in the WWE. Yeah, secretly. Yeah, I think that's uh, a conspiracy. That right. such a thing that would be one known as one of the worst babyface promos of all time, and people don't realize it. You don't really realize it until you watch the damn TV week after week. And and they try to hide him, but you can't when you're a main eventer. I mean, eventually he's got to cut this promo, and it just sucks. Mm. Um, then we go to Jose Lothario and Tonga John. What's going on here, Kelly? <laughs> well, always great to see Jose in the ring at this late stage. Um, Tonga John two weeks in a row. And, yeah, this was, you know, I mean, Tonga John's very green. It's apparent here because there wasn't much to he couldn't he just they you could totally much. see Lothario leading him through by by spotlight. yeah like, which well, literally oh, leading man, him with his arm come in. Yeah, this <laughs> no, was... which I found um, I found amazingly charming to watch I I didn't realize who Tonga John was I realized he was green as grass and to watch this through the eyes of, I'm going to watch the most experienced veteran on this show lead a green muscle man through a match, and I looked at it that way. Yeah, and it turned into me, yeah. it turned into a fun TV bout. I mean, it was a great no, but I thought it was what it needed to be. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't hate it. I, it's just, I'm just pointing out, like, some obvious stuff. It was interesting, yeah. It was a total veteran uh, carrying a green guy. Uh, we do see a glimpse into the future for... Uh, Tonga John as the barbarian, where he does the headbutt off the second rope. That was a total uh, barbarian type move. And Jose won with a bombs away off the top rope. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, he hadn't. The super socks weren't working. No. Which was a neat little thing that Jose called. <laughs> yeah. 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 Was, I'll tell you those punches of Jose's, they'll wake you up quickly, man. Um, <laughs> they have some snap to them. And some pop to him. But I loved it because, you know, the Tonga has a hard head. So yeah. those punches really shouldn't be working all that well anyway when you think right. about it. That's only the yeah. top of the head. He was hitting him in the chin. <laughs> Still, he's a tough man. Yeah. Oh, so we got Bill Mercer. He's tra- he's talking about the sunshine angle. And it takes him the entire show, not till the end of the show, to get this saying correct. Because he's talking about this, and here's what he's saying to describe it. There is no fury like a scorned woman. Yeah, God, he couldn't get it. He <laughs> couldn't get it. He I, all through all throughout this show. I think maybe three times, four maybe. He says that instead of <laughs> instead of hell. Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. <laughs> he can't get it. <laughs> And at one point, the Tommy John, uh, he's got a headlock on, of course, and while well, Jose's telling him what to do, and the I, I hear this high-pitched southern uh, old man voice, and I realize it's the old man in the jumpsuit, and it was yes. in a blue jumpsuit and his little cap, and he yells, hit him with your fist! Because <laughs> he knows... That, that that old gentleman might seem like a hillbilly who might be in the clan, but he's a, the original smart fan. He's like, hit him with your fist. That's your finishing. 
We haven't seen uh, Texas Red in the crowd in no, a long time. Well, she's probably she's behind got bars right now. Phased out for the teenagers. Yeah, it's just. This place ain't I mean, been the same since all these kids come around. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Probably. She she used to be getting some decent uh, action from the wrestlers, but not anymore. That's, that's just it. You uh, know, she's like, back in my day, Bugsy McGraw paid me $60 for a blowjob. <laughs> Oh my god. So, next up on the Yeah, show. next up is we get the Super D versus the Iceman. Kelly, take it away. So this is Super Destroyer number one. This is Scott Irwin. Uh-huh. The more the far more experienced uh, Super Destroyer. And yeah, it, it shows with, uh, Rick it shows. Steamboat. Was he trained with Steamboat? Yeah, he was in Steamboat's uh, class. So he was trained by Vern in the yeah, bar. Yeah, it was on. Yeah. The, the three, oh. uh, there was four guys who graduated. It was Steamboat, Hog Irwin, Buck Zumoff, and uh, uh, Bob Bruggers, I believe. Mm. And oh, uh, Scott Irwin played uh, one of the Yukon Lumberjacks in the WWF in the late 70s. They had a run with the tag straps just before we started uh on Titans, yeah, because Gurria and Zabisco beat them for the tag straps, and that's who the oh. champs were. So, yeah, he's been around for a while. Uh, pretty good he's wrestler. Good. He's good. Yeah. Yeah, better than Bill. He's much better than Bill. He's much yeah. better than Bill. And uh, the crowd's really hot for this match. I mean, the Iceman's is so super over, despite being, you know, kind of not uh, booked uh, to be uh, any uh, force uh, in Dallas. He's Cesaro. He's James. He's, he's at 95% of the WWE he's, roster. He's, uh, he's Iceman right now in this promotion is the, the, the babyface intercontinental guy at that level. That was like the Duggan during Hogan's mm-hmm. reign. There was always like they, they, they changed them out and you know, everything. You know, who was the second yeah. babyface? You know, who does, doesn't have a title because he doesn't need it, that whole thing? That's Iceman right now. Yeah. But the crowd's going bonkers. Uh, he hits the butt butt. Uh, but uh, Superstar makes it to the ropes. And then the ref uh, is, is distracted. Number two replaces number one. And, of course, we know what's coming up. Number two rolls up Iceman in a small package for the win. I thought that was cool because it gets over that the D's are going to be doing this, switching and stealing victories. Yeah, I, yeah I and cheating. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 that's great. It got over that aspect to their characters. So that's that, that's a win. Um, yeah, yep. Match went way too long, though. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. But it had its moments. But, yeah, but I'm with you. I, I like that finish a lot. And it's a finish that never gets old. And, well, I... We'll always do it if you if you have wear masks or if you're twins or you look alike. It, it, it's a great finish. What about you, uh, John? Anything you want to add to it? Well, uh, yes, there is. But first, I'm going to start with uh, my critique of the finish. Is I love that too. What I don't love it is when, as we saw here, the other guy comes in wearing the mask who is clearly not the other guy because he's nowhere near the same size. And I get it if they immediately run in and do the small package, then the ref wouldn't possibly know. No, they did a few strike exchanges and stuff with the ref staring right at this guy who clearly is not the guy who's a lot bigger, who's now out there. And that 
bugged me. I was just like, no, I just do the roll up, but I'm nitpicking. Um, I don't know. Uh, I wrote down at first. I was already tired of the Super D's, and I didn't understand why they, <laughs> why they debuted them in singles and not a tag. But now that I know, I get it. But I was already like, I don't know about these. Their red capes that look like oh, we're just cheap. It all looks kind and, of. And that finish now also makes it more sense too, because now Iceman wants both of them. Yeah. Okay. Now I get it. Now with the finish, now he needs a tag team partner to get both of them. So I get it. Uh, uh, but at first, I was like, eh. Uh, but in the middle of this match where there are people chanting for someone to come out, Iceman, someone starts a, a Mike Von Erich chant. There's a oh. Mike Von Erich chant slowly going. I'm like, is that fucking Fritz in the back? Doris, yeah. <laughs> uh, Doris and Chris Von Erich are in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're, let's go. They're, <laughs> it was just one male voice I heard. Um, and then Bill Mercer. Hi, Mike Psychiatrist. <laughs> and then Bill Mercer, he's having this call. He's like, because one of the most amazing things about the Super Destroyers is that they both have big, and he's like, oh, let's wait a minute. Let's see what's going on with this replay. I'm like, what is it? They both have big. <laughs> Well, he was known as Hog Irwin. So. Hog Irwin. I know yep. they both have <laughs> Well, that would have been better than what he said, because he gets back to it later. He goes, as I was saying, they both have big green modernistic, modernistic, modernistic stars off the side of their heads, up masks. It must be some kind of artistic emblem. I want to say you're the worst, but now he's the best. This is this is heights of awful that just I've never heard before. That's the worst thing ever. And then until you heard this one, because this is the debut of the Super D's, and Mercer, how to go at this? He says, well, there's been a lot of debuts here lately, the Super D's. Michael Hayes, who's not a debutante whatsoever because we're going to be seeing him in that Loser Leaves Town cage match with Kerry Von Eric. But, you know, he debuts around in the music world and he travels and chases this point like me when I'm stoned and lose my fucking train of thought until I can finally get back to it, till he finally gets to the fact that Michael Hayes is releasing a record. Yes. This goes on for what feels like minutes. Instead of, Michael Hayes is releasing a record. This goes on. For, it, it's insane. He is the worst. But I really like the match because I, I guess I forgot that Scott Irwin was the better brother. I think I, I assumed it was the other way around. But Scott Irwin was, uh, he was great under uh, moving around under that mask and uh, having a nice little match with the Iceman. Now, do we get a promo here or the match and then the Adams promo? I know the Adams promo ended it. No, it's the match. Okay. Oh, no, there's a promo. Like our fired up Garvin promo. Oh, fired up Garvin promo. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yes. yeah. On Sunshine. Oh, what you started off, Kelly, since you remember the promo, Johnny and I wasn't... Well, yeah, I don't have many notes. He just says that 
Precious one. She's still not called Precious. Is is now Sunshine. So yeah, that's just it. He's, he's given her her name. Yeah, he says like she ain't Sunshine. This is Sunshine. He goes. The other one is a phony Sunshine. <laughs> he's like Trump. He's like a phony Sunshine. Like that phony Englishman in the ring. And I'm like, here's the thing. I knew all about this feud because they did cover this in the the PWI mags a lot. It felt like yeah. a big deal if you read those magazines. Uh, they never included this little aspect of you're not sunshine. This is sunshine. I just assumed he was like, sunshine can go jump in the fucking lake. This is precious. Nope. This little bit right here, I was not aware of. I don't think anyone was aware of who has, well, didn't watch it. And it's a great touch. I love it. It is taking away her name and giving it to your value. I, I love it. I and love on it. a on a Freudian level, it's it's just really twisted <laughs> when you think about it. Um, but that sets up the tag match of Jimmy Jam, Jimmy Jimmy Garvin, Buddy Roberts <laughs> versus Chris. That's Adam. a Freudian slip. Yep, and and and, and Cowboy <laughs> or something. What do you think of this one, Kelly? Oh, well, this is. Sunshine's coming out party. This is fucking awesome stuff. Uh, the crowd is ridiculously hot from the get-go. Loud, we want Sunshine chants right from the beginning. And all the little uh, girls doing it too, right? Oh, no, no. It, it, no, it, is, no, it was a mix. No, no, I think. no, no, no. It wasn't a mix. It was all the chicks and all the kids. Yes. Not just – no, it was, it was all the chicks and all the kids. Because all the men were looking at Precious in her little panties <laughs> and, and stockings and little tuxedo thing, strutting that ass around. Uh-huh. <laughs> there was a, this was like a split. This is like this was like Cena chance going on. There's like all the all the chicks and the kids were all in the sunshine. I think all the dudes were just checking out Precious. Oh, this is going to be interesting for the future. I'm Team Sunshine and uh, Johnny's Team Precious. We, yeah, we, we got, should sell get, shirts. Uh, we should get opposite shirts. shirts. Yeah, we can sell shirts. We can finally make some money. We, do, we can do a poll. Whose tide are you on, Team Kelly and Sunshine or Team Johnny and other Sunshine? There you go. Uh, we can sell shirts. So selling shirts is, the, I think, the way to go here. I, we can sell at least 20. <laughs> Be more tickets than Travis and I sold to uh, my favorite feud. Um, okay, so the match, uh, I thought the, the the good guys showed really good fire at, at the beginning. Mantel in particular, and I, I'm a little biased, right? You know, I, I, I coined the term Super Push 83. That's dead. But I think Mantel's got a, a bit more of a spring in his step. Now I think he has a bit more confidence, uh, and uh, he's just the better worker. Um, I, he's progressed through this year, so I think uh, I have to tip my hat to that. Uh, they had a pretty long shine on the heels. They're working on the arms of uh, of uh, Buddy and Jimmy, and the "We Want Sunshine" chants just won't stop. Very loud. loud, very loud. Yeah, this was so cool because you're seeing someone when they first turn babyface, and they're they're you know often never more over than right when they first yeah. turn it. And they're just like, so Sunshine's just, this is just seeing like someone at the peak of their overness. It's awesome to see. And the heels get heat on Mantel. Uh, Johnny, uh, or John Mantel, Johnny, well, yeah, he gets a go, Johnny, go. 
chant. So there's that. That that broke up the We Want Sunshine chants momentarily. Uh, and it must have angered you. <laughs> I was torn right? because I like both. Right? Well, his dick got soft in his hand for a second. <laughs> oh, stop with these Mantel chants. Come on. <laughs> the hot tag to Adams got a huge pop from the crowd. And Buddy eats a super kick. And then Sunshine hits the ring uh, wearing top to bottom in gold. Yep. And, yeah, she's looking really good tonight. Um, she comes in the ring, rips the coat off Precious. She's just going crazy. The crowd's going nuts. And she sprays Garvin in the eyes with her perfume or whatever the hell it's supposed to be no, in no, her purse. What, 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 what Bill calls it? The mixture. He, the he, mixture. Won't, he won't call it perfume. He he he, he will use it's some sort of mixture. It's perfume, right? It's and she's pre pre arrogance, pre arrogance. Yeah, and she used it on on the good guys back when she was with yeah. Garvin. So it's it's great that Jimmy's now eating it well, that, in the face. What, my favorite thing during these sorts of things is when the cheating thing somebody did that got them booed yeah. now gets them cheered because they're doing it to the bad guys. I love that shit. Yeah. So at this moment, I was like, Becky Lynch, eat your heart out. Sunshine is the man. Sunshine oh is the boss. Oh, wow. Okay. Sunshine is a, is a badass bitch. This uh-huh. was just great fun because um, she came off as such a star here at the end. Uh, the match is just thrown out for just because of the chaos. You at didn't the end. give one fuck about this match. <laughs> I know what you cared about. Well, I thought for what happened during the match, I thought it was a great match. Uh, this is something that uh, everybody should see because this is, like I said, this is a uh, baby face at the peak of their overness. It's awesome. This is when the goddess sunshine descended upon my life. My yeah, basically. Yeah, I, I absolutely love this whole segment. Uh, match, segment, everything. Um and I, I'll tell you what I think they could have done that would have blown the roof off the place. Um, and I'll get to that in a minute. But, man, this is a good, solid opening shine by the baby faces. All four in here are good, great workers. Love all the arm work. Crowd, crowd chanting for the real sunshine is awesome. And that angle is just on fire. Um, would have... Uh, Prefer the heat to be set up a little bit better in the match. Mantel takes a turnbuckle head smash awesomely. I mean, I don't, did you see that? That thing was incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the uh, all the girls of Von Erics and Adams draw are in are into the sunshine angle big time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crowd is so into this. Love the guard Garvin Roberts collision. Love Adams. Um, when he does his hanging clothesline, um, perfect finish with Sunshine ripping Precious's jacket off and and uh, spraying Jimmy in the eyes. Adam super kicks Garvin. Now this is where I think they would have blown the roof off the place if Sunshine would have counted the three count off the super kick for uh, Adams on the visual pin on Garvin. Mm-hmm. I think. That would have sealed the deal. Let me tell you something. My turn. name is David Manning, motherfucker. No one's <laughs> going to get that kind of spot except me, see? Especially not some bleach blonde bimbo. God damn but I think, I think that would have blown the roof off the yeah, place, it honestly. Yeah. It would have. Yeah. Just because it's sunshine, it's a cliche finish, but it would have worked so good here. Uh, what about you, John? What do you think about all this? Oh, this is. 
Um, I love. I give the match three and a half stars because I was into it. Oh all. wow! Yeah, here's the point. I, I mean, I I'm imagining that because of the crowd heat. Um, all, I mean, the with the pressures coming in, I think it added a lot to the match. I think for what it was accomplishing, it did what it needed to do. Do man. Um, it's funny is is I I didn't know what was coming up. Yeah, when I was taking my notes, like I didn't look ahead, I didn't see what matches were coming up, and all I saw was going because they, they first showed uh, Garvin and Roberts, and I went, oh, "It's going to be Adams and Mantel, right?" And I went, "Adams and Mantel." I was like, "Okay," because it's still a small Ross. I was like, "Who else would it be?" We've seen them tag, and right away, I'm mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, Mantel," but. He had a spring in his step. I'll give him that. I still think he's as dull as dishwater, but uh, he has. <laughs> I, just, I don't. I don't give a fuck about this subcontractor. I think he's. I think he's good in tag settings. Honestly, I can understand yeah. that in a singles match. But I think in a tag, he's very, very uh, good. It's like I said. It's it's nothing to do. But with I know different with strokes for different folks. I, I get you. It's it's not a lot to do with his wrestling. It's a lot to do with I. I don't like looking at him. I don't. Right. Yeah. I I, I know he's visually not appealing to you. Yeah, I get I that. Know. So I guess I won't sell you one of my Super Push '83 shirts that I made. No, well, <laughs> you, well, you know, let's start with those t- the two we talked about before we get to <laughs> Super Push '83. You know, I'll buy one. You know, we'll just spend the money between us. Uh. Again, I had no idea they did this, and that blows my mind. But Buddy's wearing the wig and the fucking boxing gear again. Just because. Why not? Who gives a shit? And I saw it, and I go, hmm, is this an angle alert? Are they going to use a foreign object? Because why would he be wearing it? No. He just does it because he doesn't give a fuck. (laughs) I have no idea why. And those Weeb on Sunshine chants, though, here's another neat thing about them. They didn't start huge. They started organically. It was a mm-hmm. slow progression after that promo. Because they did that promo there in front of the crowd to elicit this reaction and mission accomplished. And there was a slow buildup of, we want sunshine, we want sunshine, we want sunshine. And they kept nodding, oh, you shut up. We want. And by the time they got to the peak of that thing, the fucking roof was going, we want sunshine with really, like I said, honestly, not a lot of the guys. That was those voices you know uh, like there was the kids and the chicks you know and just like for the von erics pretty much quite often and yeah she sprayed the mixture and all that shit but so you got precious out there as i described her and sunshine comes out in her gold because here's the thing garvin and precious have switched to gold gear He's not in the white. They have gold. His sparkly uh, ring entrance, his uh, ring jacket, I mean, uh, and all his shit, his gloves, uh, gold, and uh, Precious's, or, I'm sorry, Sunshine's <laughs> uh, jacket is gold lame as well. Mm-hmm. So Sunshine coming out in full gold, but in pants like a good Christian woman. Not like this <laughs> harlot over here. And she strips that harlot of her gold because she's the one wearing the gold was awesome. Yeah, so this was this was great stuff. You hit on something really interesting that she attracting the same type of fan that the Von Erichs are. And that's interesting because they're completely different and they're 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 behind them. There's the same type of fan, but like the girls want to marry a Von Erich. 
But they just love sunshine for what she stands for. Well, that's for. just it. You, 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 they want to be sunshine. They yes. want to be sunshine. You're giving them. You're giving them. Yeah, exactly, Pete. What you're getting at is you're giving them the people they want to fuck, and you're also giving them a role model in a female role model in wrestling, which at this time not a, something you saw. No. Any time, really, until recently. Well, I mean, no, they had baby faces. There was, yeah. Here and there, but, but not, not a like lot. If you think about it, you had Elizabeth eventually. Yeah, but Elizabeth, yeah. I never, I never gave a shit about Elizabeth because she didn't seem to like, acknowledge anything. Sunshine. And then maybe the, the, like recently with the female rosters in the uh, oh, yeah. woman movement. No, I'm ta- no, I'm talking about it at this time. It, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, you, no way at that time. Well, Trish Stratus, I think, was. Oh, yeah, no, there's been model. lots. I mean, yeah, eventually, yeah. but it was still, she was still a sex pot when she first started. Oh, Wendy Richter. Wendy Richter was a role. Oh, yeah, Wendy Richter. Richter okay. You know, I mean, there, it, it's there's been a lot, but in this role of not a wrestler, she's not a wrestler. She's a character on the show, and she's now a positive role model for young girls on a wrestling show. A female character. I can't think of any other ones back in the States. I don't think there were any in Memphis. <laughs> no. Not in Moolah's true. <laughs> and not the two, uh, not uh, Princess Victoria and uh, yeah. Judy Martin from uh, no. a couple weeks back. Not then we get an Adams next, promo. Yes, Adams. So Adams, he's just, he's, he's, a, he's got a shit-eating grin because, hey, he didn't, he didn't expect to be sent, you know, crates, tapes, and illegal medical records from some crazy ex, but fuck it, if he ain't gonna use it to, to bait Jimmy Garvin for that American title. Because I'll tell you what, Garvin, right now, I have the tapes. I got the tapes, Garvin. <laughs> it's great. When you, when, you, when you analyze it, it's like, yeah, so does anyone else who watches wrestling and tapes it, but you know, you're in the ring with them. Why is tapes different? But it doesn't matter. We already discussed this. Yeah, okay. isn't this essentially um, the a, a rerun kind of of the a rewrite of like the Brady Bunch of when uh, March's boyfriend uh, was dating her just to steal Greg's playbook? Sorta. That's sorta. You know, that I can see it now. You know, if suddenly sunshine cigarettes end up in Chris Adams' uh, uh, varsity jacket, then we'll really know. <laughs> where the candy man's getting his ideas from. But Adams, he's great here. He's like, yes, and I and I've been studying the tapes, Garvin. And Phil says, Now before you said you wouldn't look at the medical records, but have you now? He's like, I did. <laughs> like, oh, you broke the law. <laughs> and he's like, and it was the strangest thing. He's like, you said before, you know, you wouldn't do that. He's like, yeah, well, the tapes didn't show me nothing, but I see that he's a diabetic, so I know what I'm going to do to him in the ring. <laughs> and it, But it was great. You know, was like, he's like, oh, I got you now, Garvin. And he's like, well, is Sunshine going to be your valet? And he's like, well, let's not get a, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, this bitch, this, I, again, I love this whole segment. I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> I thought Adams was good here in his role. Uh, what about you, Kelly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good promo. <laughs> Adams has is, is, had a great year. Um, just getting over and being such a huge star in world class. 
And now, oh boy, to this is the go home show to to the Thanksgiving Star Wars show, right? Yeah. And who gets yeah. the final say? David F. and Manning. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> fucking Manning. Suddenly, it he's interviewing fucking Manning, who's doing nothing but telling us what we already know about the. To be fair, he's a better promo than Carrie. Yeah. I would That's rather part of the reason. To, okay, I would rather listen to Carrie than listen to this asshole. Prince was <laughs> occupied, probably. I, guess I understand that completely, but to be fair, he's a better promo than Carrie. Oh, well, I can a- see that being the reasoning. Fritz was busy, and uh, someone had to cut a promo, so Manning's number two. <laughs> okay, wait, that Fritz. short but sweet promo that Carrie cut on the other show, covered in blood, was fine. Do that. Just have him go, I'm going to get you, Michael Hayes! <laughs> and just do that. Why, it's like, here's... And here's David Manning. He's like, well, you know, it's really going to be something because now it's one-on-one, you know? I mean, John, you say that carry promo is fine. He's going, I'm going to get you, Michael Hayes. I'm going to get you, Michael Hayes. I'm going to get you. But, but, it was only, it. but it was only 30 seconds long. He's like, oh, yeah. not even. It was really short. So just do that instead. Why do we need fucking David Manning out here? The ref. I mean, the ref. Uh, Even if it's not David Manning, I mean, it's just the fact that it's the ref cutting a promo. It's just yeah, because you know know who's going to be in there. You know who's going to be in there. Supposed to be unbiased. Yeah, I know. You know, you know who's going to be in there enforcing justice. Me. He didn't say that, but I'm sure he. (laughs) Oh. And then, speaking of bad hype jobs for the the big show, Mercer says the cage match between Carrie and Hayes will be fun-filled. Fun-filled! Because that's, that's what I want in my grudge matches. Hate-filled matches. That, 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 that sounds like something that they denounce on WWE television. <laughs> We're going to have a fun-filled war games here, folks. Okay, no, okay, you see, it, it, you say what you will about Vince McMahon. If someone said it was something, oh, this hell of a cell is going to be fun-filled, you'd be like... What the fuck did he just fucking say? <laughs> fun filled? Jesus fucking Christ, what's wrong with it? Oh. <laughs> uh, can't wait for the uh, holiday Star Wars, though. It's going to be a blast. For sure, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Loaded show. Um, we're looking good. Uh, Johnny, anything you want to plug? Nope. Kelly? Uh, as always, the PWO Podcast Network. Check it out. Uh, great lineup of shows. Military Industrial Suplex. Greetings from Allentown. Days of Thunder. Boom goes the dynamites. Yeah, that's about AEW. So we're, we're doing pretty good. And Worldcast, of course. Although no more Worldcast of Champions, I guess, because of goddamn uh, motherfucking network. Well, yeah, we can work around it, but... That was our main supplier for footage. <laughs> but anyway, um, good times. And the next show is going to be a huge one. It's going to be double-sized, probably maybe triple-sized, as we look at holiday, holiday Star Wars, the Thanksgiving show. Just so in time out. for Christmas. Just in time for Christmas, yeah. we get around to Thanksgiving. Follow me on t- Twitter on Titans of Wrestling. You know, I still thought this show was really strong. I mean, we're not gonna- Oh, yeah. Because, uh, you know, it's the go home. They got everything, what they needed to do, got the angles over. Oh, and, great. you know, it was great. going into this, you're looking forward to two things, Adams and Garvin and the, the cage match. I mean, they did a good job of uh, hyping those two matches. And those are the two money matches, huh? Yep. Oh, for and sure. And then what's really exciting is one's ending and one's just starting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, great hey, stuff. 
got you covered there. All right, man. Everyone have a great weekend, week, week, deek, uh, and uh, happy hump day, and we'll see you later. My heartaches and troubles are just up and gone. The moment that you come in view, and with your hand in mine, dear, I could dance on and on, and I could waltz across Texas with you. Across Texas with you in my arms. Walls across Texas with you. Like a storybook ending, I'm lost in your charms, and I could waltz across Texas.